So, to get things started off, I'm not a cleric. But, uh, Jean, if you're not a cleric, why are you a chapter exorcist? Well, first of all, clerics don't grow on trees. You need to have the sight. And those folk are few and far enough between that the order is to ration distribution. We have one cleric for the chapter, Anise, and she has enough duties as it is. Second, most of the work can be done without a cleric on hand if you know what you're doing. And third, I have 30 years experience as a knight putting down the undead and stopping them getting back up again. Round these parts, that counts for something. First thing you need to know is, last rites can be done by anybody with the proper training, although clerics can do a quick version that takes about six seconds. For us, and the lay priests that take care of village burials, it's a ten minute rite, although you can do a number of bodies at once. I'll be teaching you the particulars so you can do this, even if you're separated off from the rest of the order. You need two components, an icon of the regent or a saint, and some holy water. I'll be honest, I've carved an icon of the regent from a stick in a crisis before. It's the only water that's the important part. You'll all be issued with one bottle, but you only need to dab a couple of drops in the forehead for this to work. Use it sparingly. Don't go sloshing it around. It's expensive to replace, and you have to go to a cleric for one. If you're in a real crisis against undead that have already risen, and you can't get to your weapon, you can splash it on them, and it'll work to eject the spirit. But your first resort should be a weapon on account of bullets and bombs are cheaper to replace than holy water. If you're ever out of holy water, you can do it the way desperate sailors do it, and cut the heads off. That usually works, but it's not pretty. Now, the understanding of the church is there's a whole bunch of spirits out there, which we can't see, but the clerics can. Most of them are of a good sort, doing all the things that keep the world running in the regent's name. But you'll get some right bastards as well. Now, these tricky sorts of spirits see unconsecrated bodies the way a thief sees an unattended horse, a free ticket to cause some trouble at someone else's expense. Normally, these spirits can only cause trouble in indirect ways. Bad luck, if you will. Blowing your hat off with a stiff breeze, untying your shoelaces so you trip up. But if they get hold of a sufficiently intact body, they can do real damage. The good news is, Wherever there's bad spirits, there's usually good spirits nearby who can help. But you've got to ask the regent or a saint to intercede and remind them that the help's needed. What the rite does is it calls one of the lesser spirits over and asks them to proof the body against those bad sorts. Once that's done, then barring exceptions I'll talk about in a minute, the body should be safe against coming back as undead. So, let's talk about those dead coming back. First things first, it only affects people anything that can think like a person. Pigs aren't going to come back to life in the slaughterhouse anytime soon. Seems the spirits are only interested in bodies that could think when they were alive. Second, the more unconsecrated dead you have in one place, the faster it's going to happen. Those spirits congregate like flies around a carcass, and when one or two of them have found a body, it calls more. If you've ever been around a town after a massacre where the soldiers didn't treat the dead properly or a big natural disaster like a Kraken strike, the dead will rise quickly and in number. Usually you've got at least 24 hours, but if something dies in a place where there's already undead around, there's a good chance they'll be back up before the second day. And then you get the smart ones. See, most undead will rise as your common zombie. They're a problem in numbers or against your average peasant, but not to anyone with training, and usually they're about as dumb as an ox. Every now and again, though, you'll get a smart one. 
usually a ghoul or a white. As a general rule, the people that rise as those tend to have been utter bastards in life. Maybe something about them calls to the right sort of spirit, I don't know. Anyway, the important thing to remember is that those creatures are not the person that used to have that body. Well, they have some of their memories, they might resemble them in manner, but that person's soul has already gone off to the regent, or the void, as the case may be. What's behind those eyes is just a spirit pretending to be a person. Now, ghouls are fast and nasty, and if multiple of them rise, then they do tend to flock together as a horde. Whites can command zombies and raise them, although not many. Both tend to retain whatever faculties they had in life. If there's a lot of undead around already, you're more likely to get the smart ones, and I've heard tell of real monsters arising. Things like white lords and devourers. If you ever face one of those, get ready for one hell of a fight. Very rarely, you'll get spectres coming up. They tend to only come up one at a time, and usually not as a result of a lot of dead rising. More often they'll emerge after one person is killed and dumped somewhere far from people, and the spectre will just start causing trouble. I've heard a theory that they happen when someone dies with serious unfinished business, but I don't know anything about that. The three I've encountered, we just cut down with holy oiled weapons and consecrated the bones when we found the bodies. I've only heard of one actual ghost before. Grandmaster fought one of those when he was a lad. Terrifying thing. Kept taking control of the knight sent off to fight it. So, that's all the undead that are likely to rise spontaneously. Now we come to the exceptions. Those bastard necromancers. If it were up to me, we'd round up the lot of them, shoot them all and burn the bodies to ash. However, politics. A number of the secular governments of Jova employ necromancers for their use in battle. And we're not quite in a position to go crusading against every single major power on the continent. So, until we can get the kings and queens to realise how bloody stupid they're being, we need to put up with the various atrocities of their pet grave devilers. The first of those is that they can ignore consecrated bodies, unless they're in a specifically hallowed area such as a crypt. Even if you've done the rites, they can take a corpse and turn it into one of their minions. The second is that they can raise animals. Doesn't sound like much, until you've seen a herd of zombie bulls charge a line of musketeers. Apparently, they've learned the trick of shoving spirits into beasts and keeping them compliant. The third is that they can do things that just don't happen spontaneously. The big one is skeletons. Now, they're not as sturdy as zombies, obviously, but they're quick simple, and very importantly, they have enough faculties and agility to operate a musket, something that zombies just can't manage. Now how they make a pile of bones move like a person without any muscles is beyond me, and I don't frankly care. Give a dozen of them to a corporal trained with one of those infernal repeaters, and you get a surprisingly nasty little strike force. I've heard of a professor that can raise wraiths. They're like spectres, but worse. And there's been talk in the universities about using preservation techniques and experimental necromancy to create some sort of mummified super-white. Progress isn't always a good thing. Fortunately, the monarchs of the realm do have some small sense. I don't know if anyone has the knowledge of how to create shadows, but after Alderai Blackheart, there was an international treaty never to raise the buggers again. Any nation caught using shadows is obliged to get destroyed by all the others. No one can control those things. Right, that's enough prattling from me. 
let's get you trained up on these last rights, and then I'm going to show you my preferred techniques for disabling zombies at 30 paces.